Hello, you wonderful humans, and welcome back to the Sovereign Projector podcast. My name is Heather. I'm so grateful you are here. Today, we're going to get into, well, today, like, so when I'm recording this, it's Friday morning, and it's really just as the the sun has just flipped over into those that first degree of Pisces. And so today, we're going to be speaking about just a bit of like the astrology that's coming up in the month and just like some general thoughts and feelings of everything that's going on right now. Um, just so we can all kind of keep our sanity because I know there is a lot going on and it's like every part of the world has its own thing that's happening right now. And then it's like on top of that, every single individual, like individual in their own internal world has their own internal process that's going on too so there's just a lot going on in in general so I thought we'd sort of just talk about it hang on my cat is scratching out the door it is her birthday today she's a Pisces she was born with zero degrees of Pisces um okay so we'll let her in she can play with us all right so where to start all right so Maybe we'll just start in general. Well, okay, let's just start by saying, how are you? I hope you guys are all good. I am recording this. I I mean, you probably would have noticed I haven't been as active on the podcast this year. Um, it's not intentionally. I just am moving with and flowing with the energy when it's there and when it's not. And I've been wanting to like sit down and record something all week, but I have been quite busy and it's just with Mercury retrograde too, haven't really felt like being super chatty. And also I've been recording a lot of stuff for both the like evolutionary astrology reader training that we just finished up last weekend. Um, and also now the human design reader training that's starting in March. So it's like when I am not doing that, the only other work I feel like doing involves not talking um but anyway so I wanted to record something all week and just yeah didn't have time didn't didn't feel like the time was right and I sort of played around with a few different concepts that I could I could talk about but nothing was like super fiery um and exciting anyway and then I was like okay let's just record like a Pisces season energy update because I haven't really done that for a while and it's really fun for me and this morning I basically have a flat tire um and Oh, it's just, I just have trouble doing adult things. I really am trying and I'm hoping this Saturn return, which is happening, I think on April the 12th, we figured out was the the date of my exact Saturn return. Hopefully that will make me someone who like when they see a tire getting low, goes and pumps it up or like gets it fixed. Um, But at the moment, that is just not who I am. So I was like, mm, okay, I don't really feel like going to get my tire fixed just yet or like calling someone to fix it just yet. So I'll record a podcast instead because that seems like a good idea because like I'm going home um, to see some friends and family in the city on Sunday and you know what's going to happen is I'm going to be like on the freeway and the tire is going to go flat on the freeway and then I'm going to have to get out of the side of the road and and try and figure out how to change tire at the side of the road. So let's just hope that later in the day my adult, like my adulting brain comes on and I go do that. But for now, we're not doing that. I'm going to spend some time with you guys because fun. Okay. So like I said, let's just start by talking about Pisces season in general. Um, It is adding a very, like even just of today, a lot of you may have been feeling like just a sudden kind of shift 
in the frequency, in the energy that is moving through the cosmos right now, like, and just through like our universe and through each of us. Like we have been, we have had such a concentration for the last few weeks of planets inside Aquarius. And don't get me wrong, there is still a lot going on in Aquarius, which we'll get to. But even just today, having the sun and like, because the sun, it it actually like, so at least 70% of the neutrino stream is filtering through the sun. And so wherever the sun is moving through, it's having a high concentration of energy that we are feeling and like frequency that we are feeling here on earth coming through that sun's energy. And so even just having the sun shift out, it sort of takes some of that like magnification, that like intensity, at least the sun is very intense. You know, just think of the feeling of its its rays on your skin. Um, it's, it's, you know, we don't Jupiter bathe, we sunbathe. We don't Mars bathe, bathe we sunbathe. And so having a little bit of that, um, yeah, power and intensity taken out of this Aquarian, like full on Aquarian circus that we've had going on, um, really does lessen a bit of that intensity, you know, Aquarian energy, it wants to move, like it wants to change the world now. It wants to make things happen now. Um, and it, it just feels very intense, right? Especially with so many planets there. Whereas having the shift into like even of just the sun moving into Pisces, I think a lot of us just took a collective sigh of relief sometime yesterday and we're like, whew, you know what? It's not my responsibility. I know like for me in general, it has sort of felt like I have just and, you know, it's like there is, of course, with any sign, you guys know there's like a potential high expression and a potential low expression. And then there's like 50 shades of gray in between both of those. And I don't know why I just said 50 shades of gray. Mm, That's a bit of a weird flashback to when I was what, like 17. But you know what I mean, right? There are so many different potential ways that a sign can play out. And one of the like typically lower expressions of Pisces is disassociation or just like kind of leaving the body and, and not caring about anything. But I think in some instances, especially when we have just got so much going on in the world, Um, A little bit of disassociation from some particular things is good and is needed for your own sanity. And that's what I sort of felt is like, even yesterday, I, and I have tried, like, I have been so full on hardcore with just how I interact with social media and how I've been interacting with the news, just knowing planetarily what's been going on lately, that I knew that the news cycle would be particularly intense over these two weeks. I knew that uh, the opinions of humans on social media would be being shoved down my throat very intensely over the last two weeks as well. Um, and so I have been very intentionally, like not really watching many stories and and sort of just looking at people people's Instagram stories who I know are just going to like be posting pictures of their food or their pets Like, this is what I was thinking yesterday, actually, and I feel like this is a very, um, like, shift from Aquarius season to Pisces season thing, where I was just like, do you know what? I missed the days of Instagram, where all I saw was, like, pictures of your avocado toast. I, I, I miss those days. I know some people are like, you know, yo, I don't want to see your lunch and whatever, but dude, like, if that was all I saw on stories for a week, I'd be like, 
thank you. <laughs> like bring back the golden days of um, Instagram where, where it was simple and, you know, that, that Aquarian energy, it, it, it is opinionated and it, it will fight for what it believes in, right? And, you know, of course, even just that notion of Aquarius can have high expressions and can have low expressions, but it is, it's the rebel and it's, it's fighting for what it believes in. And there are some times, and then it's like, and you know, then it's like Pisces is just like, hmm, let's all just relax. Let's just have a sandwich. Let's go for a swim. Um, the world is all good. Like, I love you. You love me and everything will be fine. Right. That just, even that little shift, like, whew, I felt that I was just like, okay, um, I don't have to be so emotionally invested or even just like energetically invested in every single thing that's going wrong, wrong in the world right now. Um, and I think that is the issue with social media. So Aquarius is very associated with, uh, like social media and, and networks and networking. And so, you know, we're thinking of things like Facebook, Instagram, whatever, very associated with that. Um, and oh god where was that train of thought going I don't even know anyway so they were obviously going to be very big things that were going on um so that's that's Pisces season in general is that there is still a lot of energy going on inside of Aquarius and it will slowly let up over the next month or two like slowly um you know a few of the a few of the planets will transition from that Aquarian um, circus that we spoke about into like so there was like six or something at the height of that there was like six planets um and like major planets moving through the sign of Aquarius um yeah but slowly over the next two months that will lessen a little bit and we'll slowly get a bit of a break so even just for you personally you can look at the house where you have Aquarius in your chart um and and just look at some of the themes of the chart and and sort of get a think about, okay, what is going on in that area of my life? It's either going to be that there's just a lot of like energy and like high energy going on in there or the opposite because, you know, Saturn is one of the planets in Aquarius and that is, you know, being um, that. So it might be that in that area of your life instead, there's restrictions and delays and coldness and stagnancy and the opposite to a lot of action, right? It feels like there's a lot of inaction, so that's the other potential, but you can just get a feel for that for yourself. Um, so what else? Yeah. Okay. So I want to speak about Mercury. Mercury has, oh God, I don't know about you, but it just feels like this Mercury retrograde has been going on forever, which doesn't really make any sense because they're all always like three weeks. That is just how they go. They're all always three weeks, um, you know, give or take a few days, but it feels like it's been going for bloody years. And I'm not quite sure why, but, you know, that's just what's going on right now. But it is still retrograde um, and that is also going on in the the sign of Aquarius. So that's what I mean. There's just been a lot of either action or inaction going on in that part of your lives and just in the Aquarian things in general. So anything that has felt like it's been on hold, like it's been restricted for the last few weeks, um, like you've just been waiting, it's like you want to do something or you want to talk about something or you want to start something new or you've you've sort of put something in action, but you just, there's like one piece that's missing before that can be completed. Hopefully when Saturn 
uh, not Saturn, sorry, when Mercury stations direct, which is happening on the 20th or the 21st of Feb, um, depending on where you are in the world. Um, all of those things that have felt like a little bit slow, a little bit tricky, felt like it's just not moving anywhere. Um, hopefully we'll start to think, start to feel things like slowly begin to clear up starting on the 20th or 21st. Um, and maybe it, maybe it's not even like, and you know, Mercury rules over our mind and our mental processes too. So maybe it's not something physical or tangible in your life. It's just like, you feel like you've been lacking clarity or you've been in the dark about a particular area for the last few weeks. Um, hopefully, yeah, some sort of clarity will come through, um, sometime next week when we do have Mercury station direct. Um, yeah. Okay. So next I'm excited. Like we really can't talk about anything this year unless we speak about Saturn squaring Uranus, this just like deep undertone and theme and really the biggest astrological event. I mean, in my opinion, that is happening throughout the course of this year. So Saturn, the planet of, like we said before, coldness, restrictions, stagnancy, fear, um, and really like the systems and structures and like governing conditioning. Um, yeah, the existing conditioning that is ruling over the collective at this this point in time, that's what it really represents, uh, is, is squaring or creating tension to Uranus, the planet of rebellion and um, chaos. And yeah, Uranus is huge chaos energy um, and like shakiness and uncertainty and what else just just shock and um revolution really there's a lot so <clears throat> this doesn't happen too often it's one of those like big outer planet outer planet transits and it's very exciting so it's happening three times throughout the year just because of the retrograde cycles and whatever for the two planets it turns out that they'll make an exact square um, so the first one we saw on February 17, so what, this Wednesday just passed. Uh, the next one will be, <clears throat> it's sometime in June. I'm pretty sure it's June 18. Don't take my word for it. And I know the last one is December 23 because I knew it was a couple of days before Christmas. So even just looking at the dates, some very interesting dates. We have, you know, this one just passed, February 17. Um, and then the next one is going to be right before well, I know the summer solstice for anyone who's in the US and the Northern Hemisphere and Europe and whatever, and it's right before the winter solstice for us here in Australia and below. Um, and then obviously December 23rd is just after like your winter solstice, our summer solstice, and two days before Christmas too. So some very interesting, like just in general, energetically fired up times of the year, really like you know, these two are such portal times, like just before the solstices, huge portal times. And, you know, that Feb 17 one was around the, um, I know, the Chinese New Year too. So obviously, I don't know, there's there's just a lot, the energy of just everything and all these dates just feels super heightened. I mean, you don't have to be an astrologer to know that 2021 is a huge year, but even knowing this and knowing these dates and, you know, we'll watch this unfold before our very eyes and see what happens. But in a nutshell, we have literally like chaos, Uranus, like breaking apart or just like squaring, like 
finding tension and and pointing out all these points of tension that it has with the system, you know, like chaos to the system or chaos to the structure that exists. And we are seeing this everywhere. So there's some very interesting, like, I don't know if I want to get into um, actual specifics of what's going on, but I mean, I'll just share the Australian example right now because I think it is really interesting, but there's like this media war going on that's going on between Facebook, which again is that more like, Aquarian or even like I don't know if you would associate Uranus with social media maybe some people do um potentially and then the the existing media which would be the more Saturnian like social collective conditioning really we are conditioned by the media that exists and what is happening is that basically the Australian news media wanted Facebook to pay for like like getting their news and putting it on Facebook or whatever. And Facebook was like, well, I guess like, you know, Zuckerberg was like, no, nah, we're not going to do that. And so they just blocked all news um, being like all Australian news and really all news in general being on Facebook. And so now the Australian media is like, hmm, maybe we're going to like put an end to Facebook, right? So we're seeing this real, like both that definitely plays into just Saturn being a in Aquarius because you know Saturn puts restrictions on social media which is Aquarius yes but it is also this tension that's going between the old and the new and I mean for me personally I don't want to have my thoughts uh determined by either Zuckerberg or the Australian news media to me they're all just no thank you I can think for myself um but it is really interesting watching this tension play out this square play out in real time and you know all over the news where it's the old is clashing with the new and it's like well who's gonna win right and just seeing the power that actually the new has because it has a lot of money right because it's it's bill it's billionaires and just like it's like the new money is is breaking apart the old control and is like beating the old control. But it's just like, can the old control then break that new money down? It's it's going to be very interesting to watch play out. But I know that all over the world there are different examples um, of just watching, you know, different um, riots and like revolutions and protests and stuff going on. I know in my Myanmar there's there's huge like um protests going on over there and really all over the world there's just so many perfect examples of what we're seeing and this is truly the theme of this year right if we had to put a theme on this year and it's it's not good like it not that it's not good but mm, okay i have two separate thoughts about this firstly is that like yes there is a certain extent of tearing down that has to happen um, and so this year was always going to be chaotic, that Uranian energy was always going to be filtering through this entire year, um, because obviously like certain controls and Saturnian mechanisms have been in, in power for so long that they weren't going to give up without a fight. And I still don't think that they will like, yeah, they're, they're not giving up without a fight, except we do also have the option I definitely to like pull our power and pull our awareness out of that chaos that's happening 
in the 3D really and in those 3D timelines of just like this and this and this and this and I'm fighting for this and I'm fighting for this, right? We do definitely have the option to step outside of that to really, and this is how I feel right now is that, you know, whenever I watch the news, I don't know if I've talked to you about this before, but whenever I watch the news, it's like I am watching another dimension play out in front of my eyes. Like, and and you can do that. And this is where I'm talking about this, like Pisces, disassociation but sometimes you have to for a good good like reason for your own mental health and just also knowing that you getting invested in the chaotic energy is just feeding that chaos more and more energy and that's all they want you know it's like those those forces we'll we'll call them um they don't they're not fussy about the type of energy they get they'll take your chaos they'll take your stress they'll take your anger they'll take your confusion whatever energy you want to feed them they will take it again they're not fussy and so it is actually you do at any moment have the option to kind of pull and extract whatever energy you would like to out of that and like I say just look down on the world like this is what I do it's like just completely it feels like I'm an alien on another planet watching the news sometimes. And I don't know, maybe, maybe you think that's crazy, but whatever, that's just the experience I'm having right now. Um, Because it just feels so separate from the truth, like what we, and I know we've had feelings of what is truth and this, this movement towards the higher expressions of Aquarius, right? So essentially what we don't want to do is get trapped into this lower expression of Aquarius, which is like, nasty technologies and like AI taking over the world and that stuff, right? That's the lower expression of Aquarius, the higher expression of Aquarius. And maybe I spoke about this in my Age of Aquarius um, episode a few weeks ago, but the higher expression of Aquarius is like community and, and, you know, individuality, but in a whole like unity consciousness kind of way. And that's really truly is the, the essence of this, this new world, new earth, um, which, which is in existence, we just have to kind of continuously keep making choices that move us onto that that timeline or that plane of existence. Um, and so, and yeah, anytime I hear anybody saying anything to me about like, I don't know, I mean, we'll just start with Elon Musk and his brain implants and whatever, like that is the lower expression of Aquarius because that's saying, oh, you know, I have to get something outside of myself in order to become a better human, in order to become a superhuman. That's just like, no, we contain those codes within our DNA um, to do anything that a machine can do and also 100 times better because we are the most powerful, like, you know, literally the only restrictions on the physical body are those that we and the mechanisms of control that are in place have put on us. Anyway, well, little side note rant. Let's get back into... um, talking about Pisces season, shall we? So yeah, that's Saturn square Uranus. You can look at the two, um, the two different houses in your chart that are being, um, highlighted and yeah, see what the conversation going on between those two houses. So you would look at the Aquarius house and the Taurus house and see what's going on in between those two houses to get a, a feeling for how maybe this year will go for you. Or like what will be one of these major themes for you throughout this year, Feb 17, June 18, December 23. Again, don't take that June date to a T. It could be June 20. I don't remember exactly, but I'm pretty sure it's June 18. Okay, anyway, so um, Venus, like on the 
5th of February, Venus is shifting out of Aquarius. So that's yet another um, little let up, a little movement of energy that we're getting um, in from Aquarius into Pisces, which will be nice. Again, another breath of relief. Venus in Aquarius, you know, Venus is our planet of of relations and I do definitely get the sense in general that a lot of us are dealing with like karmic relationship stuff um this Pisces season if not this Aquarius season um like a lot of maybe that those like karmic patterns that we've had in relationships or ways that we have dealt with relationships in the past and potentially even things that we thought we'd cleared for good maybe coming back up for kind of one last go around for just for just us to finally be like yeah no not doing that anymore yeah no not engaging with that anymore yeah no I've decided that I don't do that anymore in my life so thank you but no thank you um person who's trying to treat me badly or whatever it is right so I do definitely get the sense that a lot of us are having that coming up right now um, <clears throat> I know it's been up for a lot of my clients and it's definitely up for me. Um, but yeah, with Venus shifting out of Pisces, it, it will probably be like whatever the feelings attached to these karmic relationships are, are going to resurface. Like Pisces contains, you know, really, you know, when we think about the Akashic records or just like everything that has ever been, I would definitely put a chunk of that associated into Pisces. And so a lot of that, like swimming in the un- the unknown, but is also like just the deep unconscious coming through and coming up at the moment, especially when it comes to relationships. Um, so just hold your ground. Just remember who you are, remember your power and remember that you don't have to surrender to maybe the same patterns that you used to and notice them too, because that they, they might be quite nuanced or just like sort of hidden or feel a bit like, this one's different but then there's a little part of you inside that's like red flag red flag red flag right okay listen to that okay trust me I have a I have splenical authority I can tell you not good not good listen to the red flag okay so we have what about moons we have a Virgo full moon at eight degrees of Virgo um and that is on the 27th um so I predict for this particular full moon that you'll be joining me and my friend Abby at our uh, full moon misfit moon gathering. Um, I'll link the, I'll link the um, like invite to join us for the full moon circle in the show notes. It's going to be so fun. Can't wait to see you there. Um, but yeah, so this full moon, the moon for this is going to be pretty closely trying Uranus, that planet that we spoke about so much before this planet in um planet of chaos shock rebellion and all that stuff so even though Virgo full moon in general is a very like grounding like a kind of grounding midpoint in this Pisces um well it's not quite the midpoint but like a grounding moment a grounding breath a moment where you just be like okay I've been swimming in the unknown waters of Pisces season for a few days now like a you know a couple of weeks now and I need to actually figure out, you know, I have all these ideas or I have all these concepts and I just need to actually figure out like what my next step is or um, I need to, I feel like I just need to come back to earth from what I was doing before, which is like staring at the TV screen and feeling like an alien staring down at a weird planet or whatever. 
it's that Virgo full moon that brings us down to earth, except, you know, with that being trine Uranus, I'm definitely getting the sense that there's going to be some surprises coming up, right? And Virgo doesn't like surprises. Virgo likes to know that things are going to go to plan, that they have everything they need, um, and that, <clears throat> yeah, basically that they are equipped to deal with any surprise. You cannot predict Uranus surprises, you know, and that's the thing, beautiful thing about astrology, um, like Uranus astrology, it's like, you know, you can look at a Uranus transit coming up and being like, hmm, there's going to be a surprise and it's going to be in this area of my life. So I predict it's going to be this and then you'll get to the day and that surprise will be completely surprising and nothing like what you thought it would be because that is just how Uranus rolls. It's like, hmm, she thinks this is going to happen. Hmm, I'm going to show her otherwise. Obviously not exactly, but you know what I mean. Okay, so yeah, some potential surprises coming up on the Virgo full moon. How exciting. Um, I mean, <clears throat> like Virgo, uh, sorry, the moon in Virgo being trine Uranus in Taurus. So we're thinking some Earth stuff, like right? So what are Earth stuff? Things that exist on this 3D plane, both like, you know, down to our money and our resources, just like tangible things, right? Things we can touch are things that exist. So it may be not not like energetic things for this full moon. It might be that something shock, shocking happens with your money or something shock, shocking happens with your car or your house or, you know, your backyard or your garden or whatever. Um, yeah, real tangible 3D things. All right. And then the new moon is happening in Pisces. That's happening conjunct... Um, Neptune and Venus. So this is a very, okay, so when we have a new moon, we may, we know that the sun and the moon are both exactly conjunct. And then we have Neptune and Venus there as well. So, you know, Pisces new moon, we're thinking these themes of like dreaminess and floating off into the ethers. And this would be a great, oh my God, this new moon to like do some sort of like meditation or just like chanting or astral travel or whatever you're uh, connecting with <clears throat> the beyond ritual is or that you've been intending to do, um, this would be a wonderful full moon to do it. Uh, sorry, new moon to do it because, you know, we have the sun and the moon in this sign of Pisces and then alongside there we have Neptune, this sign that just blurs the lines. And literally, like, if we were thinking of that full moon in Virgo being so much about like grounding and 3D tangible reality, Neptune just comes along and is like, right, just like dissolves everything that was there, that we saw there. And then um, Venus there too, just adding more like a dreamy lover, like just cozying up, um, like A, enjoying life and also enjoying the cosmos, I think that in general, Pisces season is going to be like just going to have a quite a different feeling, hopefully, um, to a lot of what else is going on in the world, um, especially for the rest of this year, right? It's going to feel quite different than this first little chunk of the year that we've been experiencing. Um, I do also like, uh, yeah, um. It might just feel a little bit easier. And I don't know if it's easier because a lot of us have done what I said before, which is just like completely like withdrawn our energy for a month and maybe, you know, logged off of social media for a month and pretended the world doesn't exist for a month. Maybe that's why it feels easier. And if that is what you're doing, I 
fully respect that. I have no qualms with that. Do whatever you need to do to get through 2021. Um, And also remembering always to keep a little bit of a distance between yourself and the news cycle, uh, knowing that what we see is not always true. Pisces is, and especially Neptune. So when we're talking about this new moon, Neptune is the king of like um, false illusions um, and, and, you know, creating things for us to see that are not really there and making us think there's like an oasis in the desert, but then you get closer and it was just like, you know, the star sparkling, I don't know, whatever, the, the stars glowing on the pa- pavement, not, not that. What does deserts have? Dust. Okay. Oh my God. People who are probably listening to this for the same time who haven't listened to me speak before are like, who is this person? <laughs> Anyway, at least I know that those of you who've been listening for a while know I'm quite intelligent. I know how to speak, whatever. Okay, so what about some other stuff? Um, definitely themes of like, like this is just some general energy reading coming up now. Definitely themes of choices. I think a lot of us are standing at a crossroads in certain areas of our life and we feel a bit stuck, stagnant. We have cliffs that we want to jump off, but there's definite hesitation um, because it's kind of like that, like I was saying what I was saying before, um, that Virgo energy and, you know, in Pisces season, because Virgo is the opposing sign to to Pisces, that Virgo energy will be felt really strongly in general too, all throughout the season. And like I was saying before, you know, Virgo wants to know how everything's going to work out. Um, and it's like with these choices that are coming up for us, we sort of want to know like, okay, well, if I pick A, then this will happen. It's like we want to have a full-on like 100% label on, yeah, if I pick A, this will happen. But if I pick B, this will happen. And if I pick P, this will happen. And if I pick C, this will happen. So all I have to do is pick A, B or C, knowing that I'll get that tangible result. No matter which like option I pick, I just have to pick the option. But then it's like our souls know underneath that. It's like, hey, you could pick A and what you thought would happen like might not happen at all and it might look totally different and it's sort of just finding that courage and finding that strength um to be like well is it worth the risk for me like is this worth the risk for me and you know you guys know I'm a three five in human design um everything's worth the risk to me I say jump in dive in see if you like it but hey you might be like a one floor or something and that might sound totally horrible to you so either way you do you Um, what else? Yeah, there's definitely this real sense of like requirement to call upon a lot of power that had been taken from us. This is a massive theme that's coming up like for me, for my clients, for my friends, um, who also work in the, um, you know, what do we even call this job that we do? I don't even want to put terms on it because if I say like self-development or spiritual community, it has these really gross connotations right now because I feel like a lot of this um, place where we work has been infiltrated by a lot of like murky, dark, questionable energy. So whatever, like a lot of people who do what I do, who work in astrology, who work in like cosmic energies or whatever, um, are really waking up and, and calling back a lot of the power that's been taken from us, you know, not just this lifetime, many lifetimes. Um, and it's like at the other end of that, like there is, there is like a new sensations of love that want to come through and just like a new sensation of warmth that wants to come through, that wants to allow you to embody it. It's like 
for so many lifetimes we've we've learned the hard way um and this this life you know it it gets to feel good but it almost doesn't like we don't feel like we deserve it or we don't feel like we're doing enough or like we've earned feeling good right because there's so much struggle associated with our past lives but this like warmth that wants to come in okay so if you guys want to study um evolutionary astrology with me the evolutionary astrology reader training is now available for enrollment you can enroll anytime there's like 26 hours worth of video content um you can learn to read charts for yourself for other people for your friends and family um so that there's there's a payment plan for that and you can also buy some of the the um lessons singular too if you just want to like do a class here or there so I'm going to link all that in the show notes and you know also like human design reader training if you want to deepen your studies in human design with me then if you like the way that I talk about this information then I'll also link that in the show notes you can join us there so for that one I've had a couple of people ask about like a longer payment plan and so I do have an option for a longer payment plan there's one payment because I know like money is a bit like iffy for a lot of people right now and I totally understand and all that but yeah if you do want to inquire about a longer payment plan yeah we'll do like it over 10 fortnights instead of three fortnights um paid out over 10 fortnights so just send me an email though send me an email contact at heathermanhumandesign.com um just so I can chat to you and you know make sure you are reliable and whatever but yeah otherwise we can do a long payment plan um there's yeah there's in the human design reader training there's already nine incredible humans in there. So I've only got about six or seven spots left. Um, yeah. What else? Um, that's about it. Like it's, it's been real. It's been fun. I'm glad we got to catch up. Uh, come play on Instagram, you know, as always. Um, I, I definitely know and, and feel that we deserve a bit of an easier month. Um, it might not, feel that way on the 3d but you always do have the option to to like just choose to feel good in those little pockets of feeling good and you know like I'm not saying like escape from your life and escape from the realities of your life what I'm saying is that you don't have to fall into everybody else's like negative experiences of life like it's like this whole toxic empathy culture which which sort of feels like, oh, I'm too sensitive. I can't be in this world because da, 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 da. It's like, no, we need sensitive people in this world. That's exactly what this world needs. You just need to learn how to protect your energy, feel better and not get so emotionally invested in everything. Anyway, that is a whole other podcast topic. And yeah, maybe I will record a podcast about the, the what I don't like about like empathy culture um, later. But yeah, take care of yourselves and know that you don't have to care about every single thing that's happening in every single corner of the world with every single person that you know and make every single person happy, right? But but do be present for your life, show up for your life. And the more that you actually uninvest from everybody else's shit, the more energy that you will be able to dedicate to your own stuff, right? Okay, so I'm going to leave it there. I love you so much and I will see you soon.